Thanks for gracing us with your ears today. You're listening to the Faith to Feel podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Janouis. God has so much more for us to know, experience, and do if we have the faith to feel. Faith should give us courage to feel, to have difficult conversations about our feelings, and to face challenges we might otherwise avoid. That's what this podcast is all about. I'm feeling compelled to share a bit of my testimony. So I've talked about the reason for the podcast, you know, what the topics are, what it's all about, but not really how it all started. A couple of years ago, I started having dreams that I was recording a podcast and I would wake up thinking, God, why am I having these dreams? Do you want me to do a podcast? (laughs) Something I hadn't really thought of doing before. And the dreams continued, and sure enough, it started to become clear that I felt the urging to do a podcast. So I started praying and asking God what he wanted me to do with this podcast. And he started revealing to me different things about what he wanted it to be like. It was very specific. So even as I was searching for a name for the podcast, it's amazing how many great podcasts there are out there and how many names there are for podcasts. I think I spent about a week, I probably combed through maybe a hundred different podcast options that seemed to be good ones, but were already taken. A friend said to me, just keep praying. God's going to tell you what the name's supposed to be. Sure enough, that's what he did. He told me the name was supposed to be Faith to Feel. I said, God, okay. I looked, didn't find any Faith to Feel podcasts. But then I had another question. What does that mean, God? Why faith to feel? I'm not sure that I understand the name. And then he explained it to me. And he really showed me how much transparency is really important and that we really need to go a lot deeper. And there's not always time to get into some of the issues that we could get into in church meetings or in other settings, and that he really wants to go deeper with us. That we need to push past the way we feel sometimes and try to go to deeper levels of relationship with God and deal with some of the really hard issues that we might want to avoid. And then it takes our faith to do that. It's not an easy thing. So you might notice that a lot of the podcast episode titles are pretty heavy. Topics are pretty heavy. And people have been so generous to share deep stories, painful stories on these episodes. You might even want to avoid the episodes because the topics seem so heavy. It's been really beautiful to see how telling their stories and telling their testimonies has helped people in processing some of their pain and how they've been able to bless others through their testimonies. I've been really in, in awe of how open people have been about their experiences and offering amazing testimonies of their faith and of their struggles. They're doing it so honestly. That's not easy to do. It's not easy to open ourselves up and really share our vulnerabilities and how we're really feeling and the pain of the places that we've been. So I'm really, really grateful to all the guests who participated in the different episodes. Grief isn't going to be the only topic of this podcast, but it is the one that God told me to deal with first. He said that we're experiencing a lot of grief and we're not talking about it enough. We're not dealing with it enough. And it's been really interesting to sort of see 
a pattern of things that emerge and talking to different people about grief. And one of the most glaring points is that we've got to deal with it. We can't avoid it. We've got to go there. If we don't process our grief at some point, we might be able to avoid it for a time. But if we don't process our grief, this will be destructive for us. We really need to emotionally process those feelings. It can cause us physical harm if we don't deal with our emotions. There are lots of negative things that can happen by avoiding grief. And there's amazing breakthroughs we can experience as we learn to live with grief. Some of the stories you hear in the episodes make it glaringly clear. The grief doesn't go away. It's definitely something we live with, especially some of the painful experiences that some of the guests have gone through. Until they're with God in glory, they'll probably always be grieving. But there's life that can coexist with grief. And I think they do a really good job of explaining how we can experience tragedies and disappointments and hardships, but still experience the love of our Heavenly Father and show love to others and still go on and find joy in our life. That's really, really important. The last episode that was just published, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, I just want to share a little bit of the backstory of that testimony. Erica Banks, my guest, talked about losing her first child, Jordan, at one and a half months to sudden infant death syndrome. Erica and I go back many, many years. Her daughter died in 1999. And her family actually asked me to be the minister who officiated her homegoing service. At the time, I was a young adult, and I was really floundering my way through trying to serve in the church. And I was really fortunate that I had so many mature Christians around me who are guiding me and mentoring me and supporting me. And I'm so thankful for that time in my life and those people. I think my life could be, might be very different today if I didn't have them in my life. I'm really thankful for that. But I, I have to be quite honest that I felt very ill-prepared to, to conduct that homegoing service. And I was just really thinking about all that the family was going through and all the pain and all the assistance they might have needed. I was really thinking about all the ways I was probably inadequate to serve in the capacity of, of being that sort of support or being someone who would deliver a message on such a a sad, sad day. It's for family. It was really deep in the throes of grief. And and the Lord taught me so much in that season afterwards to the point that I just, I couldn't, I couldn't believe all that God did with my insecurities, with all my doubts, (laughs) with all of those things that he really showed me that he has a plan for us. And it's often not what we imagine. It's not what we would even plan for ourselves, but his hand can be upon us and he can do great things through us, even in our weaknesses, even in our our doubts, even in our insecurities. And he certainly really did that in the situation and, and, and created, there were so many miracles that came out of that season and that tragedy. And I'm just astounded to be at this full circle moment where 1999, Eric and I were talking about, you know, that one day she would be ministering to people and sharing her story. But of course, we never envisioned that so many years later, 
we would be sharing her story and her testimony on a podcast that I would be hosting and we'd be having these conversations. And I had been carrying around for years guilt, a feeling that I owed her something that I hadn't done for her. And that was to give her and her family the eulogy, a copy of the eulogy. And so for many years, I I just would always sort of come back to this thought, oh, I've got to give Erica this eulogy. If she's not ready to receive it, I should pass it on to one of her family members. And I hadn't done that. I felt quite guilty about that. And then when Erica and I were talking about it, and I finally give her the eulogy, and we plan to record the episode, we find out that, you know, she's telling me, I wasn't ready to see the eulogy all these years. I'm now at this point where I'm ready to, I was ready to read it. I could, I could hear it and listen to it differently. And I was reminded of things and I, and now I, I'm ready. And it's, it's just so funny how we think of our timelines and we oftentimes carry feelings like guilt or shame or all sorts of things, concerns that God didn't even intend for us to carry, right? That his timing is perfect. And God brought us back together in this moment. We were able to share and connect some of our stories. And I was able to, to realize that this was the time. And all, all the times that I'd fretted about it and thought, well, I didn't do this. It's been really amazing, too, not only to reflect back on all the miracles that happened, even in the face of this incredible tragedy that happened in 1999. And immediately there are miracles that happened around us that, Thankfully, we were able to see them despite the grief. But now to look ahead to 2023 and see that God is still using this testimony and this experience, and there's so much to learn and grow, and there's still miracles that can happen from the story. And so as, as we come back together and, and we are reflecting on it with a different perspective, a different understanding, interestingly, Erica shared with me that the, for several years, she was sort of in a fog of disbelief. She had forgotten some of the details of the service, and she'd forgotten even that she asked me to eulogize her daughter, even though she was very intentional about asking me. So I'm thinking that I'm owing her something, and she's not thinking about that at all. She's she's really just dealing with her daily struggles and other things that are happening, as am I. But to come back together and realize that this is the time, and in putting these these stories together and, and really reflecting on these experiences, there's a lot of glory that God gets out of it as we get new revelation, new understandings. And again, he confirms to me that he's so creative, right? And his timing is perfect. And that we really do need to submit and give it all to him because our understanding is limited and our our foresight of what could happen and what what's going, you know, it's it's limited. We need God to guide us. We need God to direct our paths. I'm really thankful to have this moment where we've come back together around this experiences that she's had and, and, and really reflect on all that God has been doing in it and all that he continues to do in it. It's really my prayer and my hope that this podcast is going to reach out and touch people's lives in ways that Maybe only a podcast could because you can be in private in your home. You can be in a different country than where it's recorded. You can have the time to listen to it and re-listen to something and hear something different and really hear people's hearts and, and feel it. And hopefully it will touch your heart and you'll see the heart of God in it and it will draw you nearer to him. That's the hope. And that people will be comforted and also that 
those who are listening, maybe we haven't had the same experiences. Maybe we haven't lost a child, but we might know how to better comfort somebody if they have, right? That's the hope. And also that this podcast will just continue to evolve. As God gave me the topic of grief, that we'll get other topics. I, I, I know some other topics he wants me to cover, but he'll give other topics that he really wants us to talk about and address. And I hope that around this podcast, conversations can be started. Pray for the guests that you've listened to as well, that they continue to be comforted and supported, and that all those that are having similar experiences will also be supported and find their way to get closer and closer to God and be comforted by Him in their difficult seasons and times. I also pray that you would support this podcast and share it with others and help it really go out and reach nations. God really put it on my heart to do it. It wasn't my intention. It wasn't something I was thinking or planning that I would ever do, but I certainly knew it was a clear call that I should do it. So I'm I'm trying to be very obedient, but I really need your help to reach the many people that I hope are reached by the stories and testimonies that are shared on this podcast. And I thank you for your support. I thank you for subscribing and following the podcast on different platforms. It's really available on all the popular uh, podcast platforms and some you might not even know about, but just following the podcast and listening to the episodes and sharing with people really helps us reach out and touch more lives and get the topics that we're talking about, such as grief, have more conversations around it, find ways to better support and minister to people and love people in the name of Jesus. It's our greatest commandment to love one another, right? And we show our love for one another in our words and deeds. And it's really important that we talk about the difficult things. They find safe spaces to do that as a way that we love one another. So I thank you for listening. I thank you for supporting the podcast. I hope this testimony encourages you as I feel encouraged by what's already happened and the things that I've learned through just doing these few episodes that we've done at the start of this podcast. So thank you so much and more to come from Faith to Feel. By the way, that's my nephew, Aaron, on the cello. Isn't he amazing? You'll find the Faith to Feel podcast on all of your favorite podcast streaming sites, such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify.